0: Well, I don't think he's saying he, he hates musical instruments. I think he's just saying that centuries of human innovation are basically worthless to him.
1: Everybody goes clockwise! I so don't why are you going counterclockwise?
0: I've been waiting for you to cry for many years.
1: Who's pays on day?
0: Chocolate green. Oh my god. <laughs> on my first date, I'm always like, hey, what do you like to do? What are you, what are you really passionate about? Also, how do you feel about the Hot Miami Center? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels Podcast. This is our episode for Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. I am your host Nate Stevens and with me today is
2: Brian Pichucki. Will Atkinson. Alberto Regel
3: Malfavon.
0: As always, this podcast will be quite spoiler heavy, especially the plot section, which we are about to start discussing right now. So in this game, you play as a young boy named Oliver. Oliver and Oliver as the young lady calls him, you are just hanging out in your happy little motor town life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I think is like a 1950s Americana type thing. Sorry,
1: that is, uh, I was just laughing. When I was playing the game the first time, just the fact that they named it Motortown, and like, so everybody drives a car, it was just like, in a JRPG, it was just really funny that you're in Motortown. Yeah. So I you're, can't you're, imagine that was the original translation. I'm sure that's a little-
0: you're a young boy named oliver you're hanging out in motor town where you're from you're playing with your young friend named mark you make this rad new vehicle and you go into the water and then the boat fails car car you fall off like a road into the water yeah somehow your car goes in the water and that's bad because you don't know how to swim so your mom jumps in to save you only she drowns and that's bad so you're really upset because you're a young boy and you've lost your mother, and you begin crying and you cry on your favorite doll and the doll comes to life and says whoa dude there's a lot of problems in where I'm from. I've been waiting for you to cry for many years. Come with me, and he takes you into the another world, if it, as it were, and then you discover that there's a that the kingdom there is kind of in severe trouble. There's a big guy named Shadar who's kind of a dick running the train on the towns like the the. People of the world, and you set off on a que- like on a quest. So when you come into the kingdom, you discover that the world is kind of in trouble by a guy named Shadar. That you over the course of the story end up discovering is your soulmate, which means that you're like bound to him by some virtue of your connection. There's no genetic relation, right? You're just randomly related to him. Yeah, they're alternate dimensions. It's just so. basically
1: yeah. the version it's- of you in the other reality.
0: So different characters are linked <laughs> across these worlds. So you end up taking him on. You end up defeating him. You discover that your mom is instead of being related to the great sage Alicia in this world as it's kind of been presented throughout the story you discover you think that she's the soulmate but Alicia in this world is your mother who came who crossed the kingdoms like long ago in the distant past and was a very good figure in the kingdom and then went back to your world had you and then she passed away, and so the kingdom is kind of suffering her absence. Shadar severs his bond with you, which allows you to defeat him without passing away, which is really great because there happens to be this whole other woman, Cassiopeia or the White Witch, that is kind of, that once was a good figure in the distant past who really believed in the kingdom and did the best she could for all she of She was the queen. Yeah, she was the queen of the kingdom. And she worked with the Council of Twelve. And yeah, the Council of Twelve. Because she was too young. <coughs> yes. Because, because she the, was really her, young. her
1: father, the king, who was the. He'd put them in the, the, control. Who was the original, like, king wizard, so when you get your wand. The Mornstar? Yes. That was his wand. Mornstar was the one before. It was something. Oh, well, the, there's another the one. Clarion? Too. Yes. There's another actual better. But Mornstar was. Yes. They were split into two wands, yes. Clarion's the horn, right? No, no yeah. Clarion's no, the horn. There's sense. the other yes. one that you get. What F-G-B- is
0: the beat? The um, true. Whatever. What? So you end up having to take on the White Witch. When you defeat her, you learn that, like I said in the past, she was the queen of the land. She had the Council of Twelve that were put in charge to help her rule the land. The Council of Twelve became not good, and they kind of misled her, kind of led her astray, and she became more of a figure that was struggling to... Keep straight what was good and bad, I guess, is the best way to say it.
1: Well, they were lying to her. She was back in the castle, and they they're, they're telling her, oh, everything's going great, everything's happening, and everything's not gra- great. But they just didn't give a shit, so they were, like, right. destroying everything. And then by the time she found out what was going on, it was too late, and then she tried to cast a spell to save everybody, but that turned out to be the white ash spell that you see at the end of the game, which turns everybody into monsters when it touches them. And
0: She releases a spell called Mana, because she Definitely. believes that the cool. world's in such peril that the best thing, that this will help people out. It ends up turning everyone into zombies so I'm not really sure what her game plan was there. You work <sighs> together, you get all that worked out. She's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I promised I was good once. The council were really bad. You get everything worked out and the game's over.
1: But it turns out the council is just her all yeah, imagined shadow, by her.
0: Yeah, they're illusions, So the original right? council mm-hmm. is so long dead. crazy.
1: <clears throat> yes, because the original council is all, all long dead, and what you think is actually still the 12 council members are actually just illusion created by her. Yep. And one of the council members is the soul of the king. But then her illusion becomes manifest, the final boss.
2: Yep, which is, is the final boss all 12? Is it just one of them? I forget exactly. It's like a big orb thing that summons the councilors Oh, that's or right, the big weird
0: orb. You fight that, and then it's actually over. Then you go back to the world. White witch is back to being queen of the land. Everything ends uh, happily and you leave.
1: Pretty much, yeah. 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 Pretty
0: much. I don't remember the specifics. I think uh, the most important yeah, part back. is that your mom does not come back to life.
1: No. She is dead and they, they dead? clearly make that after and you should argue. I, Shiddar, I, I like, know that
0: what everyone's listening is hoping for she does not come back to life. No. So that's really all you need to know about the plot. That's what kept you going through the game, right, Will?
1: Was <laughs> like, God damn, was I going to play this game if she came back to life?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I only like to play games where people die and stay dead.
0: <laughs> this game is definitely a JRPG. I think the first thing I'd like to talk about is, Will seems to think this game was meant to be a trilogy.
2: Yeah, so the thing that was really, at least, if not a trilogy, then probably at least two parts. The White Witch is... They have some like cutscenes where it seems like they kind of forced her into the first half of the game, but basically for the first half of the game, and that's like twenty hours of this game. For the first twenty hours of this game, she's not mentioned by anybody in the world. Mm-hmm. She's Nobody not known knows. by anybody. She's not known. It's like she is completely yeah, not part of random, that story at all. A yeah. random cutscene. Nobody scene will knows show up about her yeah.
1: until the very end. Until actually Mana gets cast.
2: Yeah. Right. So halfway through the game. That's uh, even way more than I would say. It's yeah, even, it's, it's I would say almost the like, end, right?
1: Yeah, three quarters to uh, depending four on how fifths much you grind. through the
2: game. The whole zombie section takes another ten hours easy, so it's like, depending on how you broke it up, like the only part of her and her council that's in the first half of the game are these cutscenes, which has no reference to, but or is not that reference in the rest of the game. It's
1: weird because it's one of those things that TV shows do it a lot too. It's where you as the audience or in this case the player, no story and details that nobody in the actual none of the characters in the actual game, show, movie, whatever, know. You are aware of this other person and you know that she is the ultimate bad guy, but nobody else knows it. And they all think that Shadar who's under her, who's working for her, is the ultimate bad guy, but you you right. knowing that. So, okay, so when I beat Shadar, that's not going to be the end of the game, but is that everybody thinks bad storytelling. The disconnect in this
2: game is more than in normal games
1: or in in other media. Well, yeah, because I think it's a big reveal that they're telling you the ultimate bad per- guy right at the beginning, whereas a lot of games like Final Fantasies or other JRPGs, Persona does a really good job of it. You don't really know who the ultimate ultimate bad guy is until close to the very end when it gets revealed to you and the character there's basically no point for her to exist
0: prior to when she shows up because you have the same goal no matter what it's to defeat shadar and then you're like oh well it's actually a person right above it could could have been it could have been meant
1: to maybe they were doing the first game as you defeat shadar and then the second one is well no shadar was only working for the white witch and now you go play the second
2: game. I could have totally seen the end of the first game be like, oh, I beat Shadar, and "Oh, hey, there's a stinger because there are 12 more people who are out to get you.
1: I could have. Maybe they... I'm so
0: happy I didn't do that
1: when they created it maybe they were like they they were originally thinking that way and then it was like well we're a little late on content maybe let's add this or we don't think that this is enough content to, to make a no, I think game. it was
0: i think it was meant to be a one and done game story especially considering it originated as a ds title not like a ds title is less like sequelable but i think it was definitely intended as like a one-off i think especially working with studio ghibli like they did uh, are there any studio ghibli that are like continuations of one another can't think of any
1: i'm not I'm not super well versed on the
0: topic but I think it's I think it would have been weird if they'd split it up because it felt like such a one like how would the story arc with your mom have worked out then
1: it could have been the same because the, you your story arc of the across. mom ends when you be, defeat Shadar because then you find out that this is what she, she really, your mom really is Alicia. You find out that you moved over because that was the only way she could be, defeat Shadar was by having you, who's the soulmate of Shadar, and then Shadar breaks the link, so you're still alive. They could have just ended it right at the celebration. does have some relationship with the queen? No. No. She not have okay. any relationship. to the
2: P did show up early but she basically doesn't do anything until after Shadar's.
1: she comes by a couple times and gives you little things but you're like okay well you know like she gives you the original wand that that's how you get to the other world i think that's kind of cool that who who p ends up being and how she how you find out that that's the child version of cassiopeia and that the king who was faking himself as one of the twelve council Brings her into existence in order to help you to get you there to be Cassiopeia and to free her. So I thought that was a good story part, but yeah, they could have easily have just kept P and been like, okay, it's just this character that was just there to help me along, and not revealed, or maybe at like just the end, reveal like, oh, it's there's something new about her, and yeah. here's the sequel. But maybe they did only do it as a maybe it was originally planned as a sequel. I don't know. I could see it. Have, I just don't like having sequels. been
0: to. I don't like one story continued over multiple especially not of this length. I'm sure if it was a s- well, sequelized it would have been 50 hours each.
1: Well, here's a question about it. Why? Why is this because better Because
0: I've a- never met a JRPG that's like a th- like a 15-hour game in this like format.
1: But would that be would the game have been better? Better if- as a racing game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will get to it no worry. Would it have been better if they did make it two games? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, don't know. have a it's problem. The second about. game
2: definitely would not have sold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at that smile. Uh.
2: Everyone
0: can hear you smile. <laughs> well, one day
1: we're going to find a game that you like to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we mentioned it earlier, but this game began its life in 2008 as a DS game. Studio Ghibli was approached, I think, by Level 5 originally. I think the game idea had started, or they were starting work on a new game. They approached Studio Ghibli, and they got pretty excited about it and began involvement. There's a few things about the game that really kind of speak to it being a DS title like the the shape drawing of all the spells like that was clearly intended for the touchscreen of the DS
2: and it becomes a button on the PS
1: which, thank God, that would annoy the crap out of me if I actually had to do the stupid drawing thing. And I'm like, thank God I just pushed a button and it draws it for me. Because I don't remember how to do the stupid, what thing matches up with what spell.
2: Except for there were interface issues with the casting the spells in the world that just drove me batty. There was stuff like you could walk up and stand next to a person and cast the steal their soul spell. It wouldn't work. But if you talked to them and got in the middle of a speech, yeah. then cast the spell, it would work. You're like, what? Yeah, it seems kind of shit. Yeah, shitty. yeah first, you're well, supposed to ask permission before to you take a piece starts. of somebody's
1: heart. It sounds kind of shit if you're just like, yeah, fuck you. I'm taking and we're your We're going to talk about that in just a
2: second. <laughs> there were definitely parts where like, you're spo- I know the spot I'm supposed to stand, and I stand on the spot, and I cast the cast bridge spell, and it's like, nope, you can't do that. And then I like move a pixel to the left and cast the exact same spell, and oh, yeah, okay, now it works. Like, There's a ton of that in this that's, game. That's, that's right, in a lot of games.
1: But I'm playing Arkham Knight, has the same thing. I stand on the Riddler platform and I'm one pixel off and it doesn't activate. I slide a slightly, a little bit over one pixel and okay, now it acts. I understand what you're saying. It's shitty. It's not an excuse to have it that way, but it was particularly
2: bad in this game.
0: It began life as a DS game. They wanted to bring more detail to the world, it sounds like, was one of the main goals. So they brought it over to the PS3, I think about a year and a half after the initial release, after a few mobile games came out. One of Level 5's mobile distribution game services in Japan. There were some side stories and of course there's a trading card collectible game, some other stuff like that. And I think one of the things that got added to the main game was a lot of the music, which is done by Joe Hisashi, which we'll talk about later. But Alberto's just written me a question, were the dialogues as long in the DS version? Probably. I'm sorry. I had a big issue with that. Yeah. They did spend a lot of time. I think a lot of it is the fact that it's basically a children's game, right? So there's a lot of
3: children like, don't even have the, the attention span for how long some of those conversations went. That's oh true, but my you gotta god. explain everything dude, to him. Yeah. Like, Do yeah. you, have
1: you played JRPGs before? Yes, but I played that Pokemon. Make it okay. Oh my like god, dude! JRPGs like are this, all about long dialogue. This was not even. This isn't even half as long as some games. Play Persona, dude. These I dialogue, ain't playing Persona. Oh my it's not god. That bad. A, a, I don't JRPG. like it, but
0: B, like I don't think just because it's a JRPG token means that. Why don't you like it in games? You love it in books, right? Yeah, I love it in books because well, I'm reading at my own pace. First of all, you can and smash X. The dialogue well, in these games not in this does game. not feel good. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. Yes. Actually, yeah. yeah.
0: As Yahtzee, so well. As so well put it. <laughs> <laughs> so well it's
2: like six advances and then pause, six advances and then pause. What I wanted from the game was an auto scroll function for the text more modern JRPGs do they'll just go on until until you like break it or stop it or you can the good ones will actually let you change the speed
1: and just continue That's to go a more on. modern thing though like you said. I agree with yeah. that but like And even some games like Persona 4 didn't have that but Persona's Golden an does have that. Game. Yeah. yeah.
2: like I said it's it's a more modern feature but it, I really wanted it playing this game.
1: I just don't like the yeah, I don't know that much. Much. It's okay in this game. I think certain games certain JRPGs you have to if you you're trophy hunting or something you'll go back and you'll have to replay parts and you'll want to skip but I didn't replay any of the main story so if I just didn't okay maybe I know like Will didn't like the stories so maybe he just didn't care about some of the dialogue but for me I I was interested at least in hearing the dialogue the first time. There was never a time I had to go back and I was like, oh, oh I already heard this. Let's sure, skip through it. If
2: I'm going to be sitting through a 20-minute cutscene, I'd like to go to the bathroom while I'm listening to this thing or prepare myself a sandwich, or but <laughs> being sitting here to force an X, 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 yeah. X, 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 check Twitter, do whatever the fuck I need to do while this thing's <laughs>
0: going on. Need and Twitter have never been in the same sentence before, <laughs> except for, I guess, somewhere in the mid east. Yeah, that is definitely a grievance. I thought the voice acting was pretty good, though.
1: Did oh, they, really? The English cast. I didn't think they were. <laughs> it I mean, was. It was not. Was it, were they? I think a were lot they of English or
0: Irish, Scot. Well, Scottish. I mean, who? Which ones? The, the, the bantering salesman, Scottish. Your companion Trippy. was British. English. Yeah. Trippy
1: was Scottish, right? Yeah, <laughs> he was Scottish. I think yeah. everyone was Scottish Why? in this game, which is awesome. It was just interesting that they went, went with the easiest and Scottish uh, people ever. The English I'll Scottish I'll Irish accent sounded. I am I? Oh.
0: Esther was British. I don't really know. Maybe was, Japanese people think British accents are as classy as we do.
1: Maybe, yeah. Was just, I don't know. I didn't think they were... I mean, I didn't think they were bad, but I wasn't particularly... I just thought... I just thought, going to JRPG uh, so the assumption just,
0: that the English acting is going to be bad, but I switched it back to Japanese, and I was like, oh, I'm
2: going back to English. I'm so confused. It's like, Japanese game, <laughs> but it's set in America with English accents, and it's... I don't. One of my notes here was... When did this game happen? Can, can I get yeah? Because like Motortown or is like
0: 1950s I, style. Like, like all the cars oh yeah. are really old.
1: Yeah, There's the car no that you and or Philip, or like I guess you guys call him Mark. What you did call him Mark? Yeah, the actual so English he- name is Philip, but I think the Japanese. I was reading the Japanese. I think translates to Mark.
0: Oh, so you Philip guys are calling Mark are easily confused.
1: Yeah, because you, you were saying Mark, and I was like, who the hell is Mark? And then I, and then I looked up what you're saying, and I'm like, oh, it's Philip. him Philip. Yeah.
0: One thing I want to say really quick is apparently the DS version came with a physical book. Because in the PS3 <laughs> version, there's a like really oh, beautiful book interface yeah. that's very strange. That's it, it's kind of cute, but very strange. Now. But how did they yeah. add spells? What? Oh, great question. Part of the, um, a they had part magical of the ink in that uh, only added to certain pages after 50 days. <laughs> <laughs> magical <laughs> Japanese books. That's a really but, good question, actually. I wonder if you had to, like, draw it them probably, in there
1: as you Maybe learned they them.
2: were just ripped out or
1: something. Yeah, maybe Roberto was saying. Maybe they just give you a bunch of blank pages, and, like, as you find the spells in the game, you just draw them into your... You just oh I, like, yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah,
2: that'd be pretty cool <laughs> or as Oliver would say jeepers those spells look so neat <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's,
1: it, that's
2: I, jeepers I, I, do we
0: know
1: who did the localization on this
0: don't know but it took them a year and a half
1: yeah the localization kind of was a little bit like really well yeah. remember
0: I, I, so I don't know if it was conceived this way or if it's just the Disneyification of Studio Ghibli stuff here but it's definitely a kids game
1: but is it intended to this be a kids game or is it just so, when yeah. they localized it's game yeah. It's a lot so
2: of my problems with the plot and the targeting and stuff is all that this game. And I, I hate to use the direct comparison, but it's because we're playing it right now. Where Persona is a game about kids, but it feels like an adult game. Yeah. Whereas this game feels like it was built for. Yeah, target audience under 10
1: it, but what
2: specifically is that.
1: it more is it the story or do you have some th- kind of mechanics because no, i don't think persona has game very mechanics that make it adult i mean the story is obviously very adult but i don't necessarily think, i mean i know i don't want to tangent off to persona cuz we have, we have that thing, thing that, but, yeah. but i'm just using it because you just brought it up and but meaning like i don't i could see where you're saying like the story and, and the localization definitely uh, that's what i'm wondering like i wonder what the, the original japanese if it's as and like the voice acting makes it seem kiddish, but I don't think the mechanics seem kiddish. Like I actually, I actually I kind of liked some of the mechanics, and, and I liked their kind well, of cross. We're uh,
0: talk about that in a second
1: because like I, I didn't feel, I feel that. I thought that. that was actually better than. Again, to use personas thing. Personas. I
0: think you're right though. Mechanics. There's nothing about the mechanics that makes it explicitly childish. I think it's I kind of the presentation of the story, the dialogue, true. the fact that he says jeepers. They're very clearly going to great extremes to evolve any sort of.
1: Yeah, I mean, adult they clearly
0: confrontations. Like they clear. A, well, yeah. hey, hang on. It's it's also like. So I think one of the things that I liked about it is that some kind like, of soft, sensitive hippie—I guess like a peace-loving person—is the whole world <laughs> felt so like <laughs> soft, full sense of, of like her. love. Yeah, everything was. Oh, he's upset. Just take something from someone who's already happy and share it with them. It's a very. It's not mm. quite naive but it's a very simplistic way of looking at the world and looking at people's emotions and looking at how to help other people. Like Shouldn't. it's all
2: very super simple thinking about stealing from one person giving to the other. That part's simple, but then there's 17 ways to describe happy and I'm like Whe-? trying to think about enthusiasm
0: and like courage wait what yeah 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 oh there's different different different
2: ways to
0: there's an easy counter argument too to the fact that it's a kid's game which is the symbols and the type alignments and how those are not anywhere near as well presented as they are in say Pokemon they weren't they didn't really seem to make a sizable impact but they were still there and if it really was a game exclusively for children like that seems like one of the first things that would go so that's a little counter argument but I just think that there's something about the way this game presents itself that very strongly conveys this is a game that's for kids the whole thing just felt very juvenile but i would really like it if your tone was less disrespectful but i do agree with you <laughs> Self, it felt so juvenile people had feelings no <laughs> no no no
2: no no sorry actually the opposite <laughs> people didn't have complex feelings although there were 10 wow. words to describe their complex feelings none just, of them were the pieces of heart thing i just loved but didn't I, let's, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, good. let's yeah. talk
0: right about yeah. that. that was so in this game, there's a mechanic called pieces of heart and over the game you learn about new emotions that you find people in the world suffering with a malaise a lack of. of yeah uh, lacking a certain thing which you, some of them
1: are pretty funny like super stupid there was the husband and wife or running the um like they're trying to run like a market thing they keep doing they keep
0: eating cheese right
1: and, well they keep going from town to town trying to sell their wares but every time they get to a new town they're one of them has some kind of, yeah one of them has one of Malaise is You know one of the Yeah And you have to go Find a heart for them But it's just Like one of them was Oh I'm lazy And I want to just You know what I don't want to do this anymore So I'm going to spend All of our money On something else And and then Oh I have to go Find a heart It was too much repetitive It was just not various, not, no, I, that's I, not the thing and to criticize I, about like, it.
0: That's standard JRPG fare. The thing to criticize No, is, that's, well, not, that's not standard yeah, JRPG it's, it's fare. Grinding. It, uh.
1: I all that under I put that under Will's Juvenile, which I think it was kind of like... But they did a lot of repetitive just to have more peace of heart collections. Like, that,
0: Okay, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about like the actual idea of stealing feelings. and.
1: <laughs> yes, but I'm using it in the, the general terms of how they did the whole...
2: Right, I understand. These people's stories and their backstories, they were just, I'm sad because I'm sad, and I'm because I'm sad. So the the the
0: ethical concern is that not depressions can be cured by stealing Alberto's enthusiasm for masturbating.
2: Like the bad guys' motivations. You get the bad guys like, Oh, I'm going to be evil because I'm being evil. Or I'm going to fuck over the entire population because I don't care about them.
1: Like, that's just... Hey, hey! That worked for George Lucas. It can work for JRPG. Didn't work for him
2: either. Snap. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Back to the stealing the heart, taking people's emotions. Even if you're you sign up for that and say that that's okay, first of all, who the hell would say yes? but but second of all well
1: apparently when you take their heart somehow they feel better and more into whatever you take like if you take their enthusiasm they always say wow now I'm even more enthused but you're like but didn't I just take that piece of your enthusiasm (laughs) so what under the
0: most generous interpretation it's people that are really excited for enthusiasm for example someone's so enthusiastic about life they have some to share
1: yes that that is the premise of what they use that they have an abundance of it and what you're taking is a small fraction and it's they still have this abundance but somehow they still even when you Take that small piece, they somehow still say they have now even more, which I never understood. I don't know, I guess they had to fudge some way of making this. i
2: super uncomfortable by that
0: by this i have to imagine the idea going into it was like when you hang out with someone really enthusiastic you feel more enthused too i think that's the idea but you're right there's something about no matter how many times you ask permission there's something about taking it from someone and giving it to someone else that's a little weird i think what you had kind of mentioned earlier the fact this presents the idea that if someone's upset you just oh just give them a little happiness they'll be fine It doesn't really account depression or like the loss of a loved one or like real emotional
3: depth which i think goes straight into the juvenility thing I just I feel like the fact that it says take heart as opposed to receive heart or something like something <laughs> like it could have been I just the, the first time that I was supposed to take a heart from someone like, like I was I, like if you were like, like I wonder if that, of, that, that also is that down thing. to localization
1: yeah. rather than like you yeah know. that's a good point
2: if if you're Conch shell, whatever the th- damn thing is, is copying somebody's heart. Then all of a sudden, yeah, mirror heart, m- yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, all all of a sudden, most of my qualms with the system go away. Yeah, maybe it's just makes no, a lot bad of sense. localization.
1: We'd- you know, I, yeah. None of us here I speak or read Japanese So I can't like really a, tell if it was exactly The Japanese version It was a game full of just doing Temple of Doom, stealing hearts And then just putting it back in the mouth Someone else <laughs> Alberto,
3: <laughs>
0: give me your heart
3: <laughs> Perfect I think that
0: there is some I don't know. I kind of like that mechanic. I, I felt like it was kind of sweet, like sharing someone's heart with someone else.
3: You're just a can- closet Hannibal Lecter, aren't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just closet hippie.
3: <laughs> Another well, piece yeah.
1: of
2: it was there were so many of them. Yeah,
0: there were. A I lot. don't
1: That's what I got to with the. Do we have a complete list? Can we
0: think of, there was courage? There was enthusiasm, which really those two alone are. I mean, kind of similar. There's ca-
2: was there caring? Yeah, I thought there was caring. Happiness? There probably was happiness. Part of my problem is there were, because there were so many of them, it's not like I was keeping track. And so for me, the way that that system manifested is I would run up to a dot on the screen and say, is this a take or a give? And if it's a, a give, then I I hope that I have one in my list. If not, I just come back later. Well,
1: it, yeah, I mean, it hand holds you. So if you go up to one and you don't have it, it just – Mr. Drippy just says, oh, you need to go find that. And that? it basically tells you, like, oh, you, you don't have it. Yeah. And then if it's a take, you can just take as much as you want. I mean, you can only have one of each – so for the different types we had enthusiasm, kindness,
3: courage, restraint, belief, confidence, love, and ambition.
0: Oh, kindness. I like restraint. That one's interesting to me.
3: Also, they referred to each of those people being called heartbroken, which is also yes. kind of something that was a little bit like, I feel like we definitely think of that as well, one specific kind yeah. of feeling, yeah. Yeah.
2: And they, I'm
0: heartbroken.
2: I lack restraint. Shadar was actually doing this to them? Yes, he so, was taking so their. He was will.
1: taking their. Okay, so this guy has no enthusiasm because Shadar took his enthusiasm. So you have to go find somebody who has an abundance of enthusiasm and borrow their enthusiasm and then give it to that person who's missing it. Oh, and, so and then why would a it.
2: character who's supposedly
1: trying to save the world be doing this to people? Well, because that's how he saves the world. Uh, you do use that in the mainline story. There's a lot of side quests you need it for, too. There are a bunch of times in the main story that that's how it progresses. So it's like, oh, I can't. Like the first one, I can't get into what's, your, you know, what's the Wait, cat town. Not Oliver. Why is Shadar doing it? Oh, because that, that's his whole thing. He wants to... So, again, he in, in the juvenile story of it, it's, instead of I'm just going to kill people, it's I'm going to take their hearts so that killing without so saying they don't kill. have to kill them? That's why? Well, it's okay. so that, I yes, would, they don't have to tell you... You know that, it's a lot it's like, more efficient oh, than killing, killing
2: someone? It's making them suffer. His motivation, they, they retcon his motivation at that halfway point in that, no, no, he was doing all this so that something worse didn't happen. He was being evil to the world because it was better than the evil that the world was going to do to itself or something.
3: That makes me think of if any of you have watched Naruto at all. Oh my god. Really?
0: Really? It's (laughs) it's the JRPG of TV shows. It just keeps going and
3: going. (laughs) Which is why I feel this is relevant. No, that's cool. What's up? In the arc when they started with, after like the first part of it, so Shippuden for anyone that wants to know, there's a villain in it who his whole idea is he wants to end the suffering and pain that's going on in the world and in order to do so he's going to put everyone underneath a dream take away their freedom so that there's no more war there's no more fighting that's what oculus wants to do at least that makes i feel like that's a different version of what shadar basically was trying to well that's what was shadar doing can you explain what shadar's doing look i don't agree with it so no i can't explain it because
0: even (laughs) if you did want what you described is consistent Okay, fair. Shadar's like, I want the world to be... W- what is be- even his even big picture be- goal? I can explain. He just wants to see the world burn?
1: No. So Shadar was originally good, and then it was, okay, the world's... I see all this evil and all this crap going on in the world. In order to avoid all of the badness, I'm going to end the world. You know, all this badness, I'm going to end the world. That was so
2: Cassiopeia's that thing. That wasn't yeah, his they read. They, yeah, they did okay. both of it. He they wasn't... Both- isn't trying the, to destroy anything?
1: Yes, he was. He was. It was. They basically used the same thing for. But that's a very. As Alberto was saying with so like that that's a very Japanese thing. There's the guy who was good, and then he sees the evils of the world, and the only way to destroy the evils is to cleanse the world so that everybody nobody has to suffer anymore because everybody will be gone or everybody right. Might be but in but some then why thing. wouldn't he just this kill everyone? Because again, why would he just make them suffer? More? Well, that's what I'm saying. The killing normally if. This was a more adult
0: so story. That, that like the full realized version. They would of have killed would have just it. Been just slaughtering.
1: Yes, he would have just killed everybody. But because it's a more childish story, it's like it's, we're not going to gonna... call it killing. We're going to call it they're he's taking their hearts and he's heartbreaking them so that they they're just this nothingness and but, but that it's basically his inst- goal instead of killing. It's killing them without saying the word killing. At least that's what I got from it. That's what it seemed to make sense.
2: I don't think his motivations make sense at all. The only reason that Japanese the theme. only reason that Cassiopeia's motivations make sense is because you understand that she started as a kid and she was crazy. Those are the only things that make her motivations. That actually that's a good point. Potentially yeah. relevant or real.
1: Alberta's well, yeah, soul. she goes insane after she cast the spell and realizes the spell that she thought she was working on the whole time to save everybody ends up right but she was crazy but before
3: that because she was a kid she didn't get it we talk about this game being you know juvenile. the one thing that i think is one of the most that completely points away from being childish is the fact that the whole game you are asking these little creatures to fight each other well hang on that's hang on not the whole game
0: that only gets introduced fucking halfway through it you're familiar starts out
1: no, I wouldn't say half. I way. guess you do. I have would
0: say a familiar. You're right.
1: Beginning. A quarter to twenty percent in. Actually, maybe he's before right.
0: you do have a creature from the very beginning. Yes, and it is doing your bidding, fighting things. But
1: that's Pokemon, I, that's,
3: dude. I, I yes, you I
0: agree. I also, I agree. and Pokemon is very
1: juvenile. I. But so, the themes are dark, we're So saying. you're saying the only thing that doesn't make it juvenile is this, but no, 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 that's no, no, no. In no. a major series which is considered. That's not what I'm saying. Now, what I'm saying. I know a lot of adults who play Pokemon, so if you want to say okay, that, but it's fine, but it's predominantly considered a game that kids mm-hmm. can play. Yes. My, and my point, they do the same thing in
3: that. I know, and that's exactly yeah. my point. Like this is a very interesting thing that we don't ever really talk
1: about or don't ever really think of as well, anything. A, well there's a lot of things there's a lot of things like that in games where you think look at Uncharted. If you look at Nathan Drake, he's killed probably twenty thousand guys and we, we and we don't, we don't care it about it <laughs> as a game. We're like, Oh, okay, go kill another twenty thousand.
2: <laughs> Basically that's exactly what's happening in Metal Gear Solid Five as far as I understand. Yeah, it, it, you sneak in, you shoot people, and then yeah, it, it, it's yeah. video. Take games. them back to their base, that's and video all of a they're fighting for you. You're like,
1: it's yeah, like it, pieces
0: it, of heart, except Kojima style.
1: I'm not buying the what you're selling.
0: I think he's just pointing out that it's a little odd that, despite it being juvenile, which we I think we all agree on varying yeah. terms that it is, there are also themes about it that are not juvenile, which is true. But of that, other juvenile, but I'm as saying well.
1: his thing is still juvenile. I mean, their
2: implementation of it is, but it, the idea behind
1: it's it... It's sure. basically Pokemon, and Pokemon is still a juvenile... Right, but you're not listening to us. We're saying It's just interesting to think about yeah. the fact that
0: what is considered juvenile about Pokemon... If you actually think about it, it's not really that juvenile. Making animals fight is kind of dark. It, it's interesting considering Pokemon was originally conceived by What's-His-Face as an adult show, where like it was dark and creatures were battling each other, and then it was considered that if they were going to bring it to the West, anime would do best as a kid's medium... And the Pokemon as we know it today was kind of conceived at the level that it's at because of that. But the original Mm. idea was not even attempting to be juvenile as an interesting example. That being said, a ways into this game you start catching creatures and training creatures and battling them against each other. And there's all sorts of affinities and they pair best with certain of your companions and you also Mm. get more companions and there's...
2: So, why don't I go ahead and say my bit and then you guys can yell at me because I'm sure you will hear shortly. (laughs) I doubt
1: it because. I
2: did not get this system at all. There were person affinities and elemental affinities, and things were supposed to be fighting each other, and then there was like a leveling up system. I used the same. Initial starting guy the entire game because he was I the highest pretty level did yeah. so that. Mostly
1: the same. So that's like actually this brings up some really when I was interesting thing, yeah. and then you get to like, th- then you get really familiar creatures the creatures, the
0: creatures like, that are high level don't the level doesn't mean anything. So the way that this works is mm, when you evolve, uh, okay, well, did you catch the dinosaur? No, because the dinosaur well, maybe, was stronger yeah. at level six than your first familiar was at level 70. Yeah just straight up his first evolution okay Mm. and then you evolve him and he gets even more overpowered like Like he was yeah Castroceros was
2: I read enough game fact like find Castroceros and capture him and it's like so the levels are important they're just not important they're not they don't mean the same thing for different characters is what you're
0: saying yeah right absolutely it just felt like some of the characters were nerfed beyond all belief like the ones you start with are just not good it, it takes a lot more work to get through the game with them than other characters and
2: I found that really frustrating and I didn't really understand what that, the point of leveling mm, that might, like that's that might be annoying. why it took me 50 hours to get through this thing it, yeah. but I, I never saw anything with the exception of alchemy stuff I didn't look up anything about this game the first time hmm. and so that can lead to a different perception of the game for me i saw no reason why i needed to get anything more it was pretty obvious already that the things i had were higher level than the other things in the world so it was like i had no reason to try anything else out again that could be why i had the, the whole end of the well, game see, that's took forever a, that's
0: upsetting to me is because the way the game presents these characters it
2: leads you and me too
0: to think that There's not really, like, this, I've invested so much in this character, it's such a high level, I would have to start all over that, over at Scratch if I wanted to try any new characters, and that's just, like, that is not, in my experience of catching probably about half the familiars in this game, that is just not how the game works at all. There are some characters that are just better. Yeah. it like And to the point where switching characters almost immediately is more profitable. What what led you to believe that? When I was looking at GameFAQ, someone told me to try the... And I wouldn't even have known that otherwise. And that really bothers me. And I think
3: that that helps kind of tie into what, with frustration that Will's talking about. Because, I mean, like, even if we compare this to Pokemon, for instance, that, I feel like... The levels are
0: pretty good indicators. One,
3: that, and then two, it was a lot easier to try to figure out. Like, even if you had never really... If you caught something in Pokemon for the first time, you look at it, and then you could say, Oh, okay, this could help me out with X kind of people. In this game... It was so confusing to be like, okay, I just caught this person. Are they going to be useful ever? And right. like, do I want to spend the time with trying to raise them because and it, like and you wouldn't know until you tried well, it what, and then like oh, this guy? Went what to bothers Wiki me about yeah, that was,
0: yeah. is that there were systems in place that indicated what would be good. Like there was the moon, the star, moon pole. Yeah, but but so, they didn't mean anything. So the it, fact yeah, that was, they were there and I was like, crap, I need to understand all this. Why doesn't the game do a better job? Even just with sounds of hitting, <laughs> like you know, what Pokemon, well, when you're super
3: effective hit, you can always tell because it's like. Whoosh, well, so the game does do that, but even with, but well, it doesn't I, mean it. I saw that diagram and. I actually took a, like, at first when I first saw it, I was like, fuck it, I'm not, I don't, it's too complicated from whatever, even though it was just, like, five different symbols. But then I finally one day was like, okay, I'm going to have it printed out, and any time that I see a symbol that's supposedly a weakness of the symbol that of the character that I'm using, I'm going to switch out. And it wasn't always consistent. If yeah. something was quote-unquote weak against you, whenever you'd hit it, it would have a red number for the damage that you did, white for regular, and then blue for not much. That was the only indication that I ended up having to just memorize, okay, when I see that one yeah, while grinding, yeah, when I see that while grinding, if I see my character hit and it's red, I'm going to use that character. If I don't see it, I'm going to try to switch out and find something else. But it was frustrating because it was never consistent. I agree with that. I think the same is the level. The same is true for me with the leveling. So,
0: the fact that they made the levels reset when you evolve them is I also Hated that. I don't know if that bothered me. It op- opened up some interesting potentials, but what it do- one of the complications it does lead to is that it's much more difficult to tell where a creature is relative to the work you've done in its previous forms. Yeah. When you level up a Charizard at level... You know, 75. You know that it's been through 75 levels. But in this game, if you get a third form that's at level 75, you could have just gotten it to the bare minimum the previous two levels and mm-hmm. then shot the third one up all the way. So, it, like, you don't have that level 75 inherently means less than it does in Pokemon, for instance.
3: And then the fact also that right after leveling them up, they were weaker than your previous one at right. its current level, or it was. Was right. so, and I found that out the hard way one day because I leveled up right before a boss fight I and did then, that right at the volcano yeah and yeah. I was just like and I saved ugh. and the thing is I saved right after doing it so that fight was oh so hard for me cause it was like Fuck, I wouldn't have done this if I had known. I
0: think it's interesting that that adds a point of strategy to the game, which isn't really Mm. strategy, considering you don't quite know what's coming ahead, so it's not strategy at all as much as it is luck. But you do have the fact that you can fall back on your actual characters to use spells, which is a sort of mitigating factor and kind of interesting, but also, I don't feel like they were ever good. Most of my
3: boss fights, I pretty much only fought as Oliver. Oh. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Actually, I only lost a boss fight once. Really? There, I actually I died more often while exploring than in boss fights. Sometimes I would rush to get into another area and be like, whoa, not ready for that area yet. I guess
0: there's just a, f- a few of the ways that the combat system worked in general really bothered me and that it felt like there was more depth you could go into to get really good at it, but I didn't find that depth to be quite there without doing quite a bit of...
2: I hated, from a merely controlled work. point of view... My left thumb to run around and then the and use the um, D pad had to use both of those things at the same time to navigate the menu versus it's the like, like yeah, we yeah. And then the whole time, my right hand is basically doing nothing. while well, I'm just like, well, <laughs> yeah.
3: no, what I started doing with that like, if I was running from someone, I would be like, I'd use my right hand to la- move the left thumbstick and then use my, yeah,
0: it was, it was terrible. I think it leads kind of nicely into the mechanical frustration and the tutorialization nature of this game i found the lack of a defend to all button infuriating and when it did show up it was like too late way too late i like, didn't
2: find it useful by the time it showed up
0: yeah and i i i can look past a lot of the other tutorialization considering i do think it was targeted at children like it's just juvenile in general that's fine but that one i was like i don't understand why this was not put in children like i can't find an excuse for them not having done this
3: well because what was really frustrating about it is like the moment that you did it like only your character did it seem to actually cancel whatever was going on and put you into defense everyone else it was oh i started doing this i'll get around to it and like usually when you do defend all it's because you see that the boss or whatever is going to do some big attack and you're like oh shit everyone everyone defend and it just yeah didn't work as well as it should
2: have it's funny i i went to persona first before i played this game Mm -hmm. and in that game like this game there's the option to play every character but Mm -hmm. the way the game is designed is you play one character and the other three characters play themselves yeah and so going into that i was like oh my god how can i let the players play themselves maybe i should do it and then I, i got used to that idea over time and
0: Did this so game I, bring back all the trauma?
2: I felt like I that should have been a better.
0: You should have been more prepared. Yeah, I yeah. felt like
2: that, but it, I just didn't feel like they were. But I mean, I is think... it because
3: they kept dying? Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the difference with that though is in Persona at least it's turn-based. Here it's it's live. You're choosing your actions as you're being attacked, so it's.
2: All right, but I I can't live choose actions for three people all at the same time. No, exactly. Yeah. Be too much, right? Yeah. Right. But in Persona, where I could, I eventually got used to letting them do their own thing. Gotcha. So it it just seemed weird that in this game, where you would think that I would feel better about them doing their own thing, that that it's just—I think it was more around the the AI that they just didn't seem to hold their own weight.
3: Yeah, Esther for a while did do a good job with healing. I did, I did appreciate that.
2: In this game, in particular, yeah, it did not feel like the music had anything to do with what the hell you were doing. So, on Wikipedia dot com, they
0: said that the music was generally praised for how well it fit within the game world. <laughs> so,
2: so, I was like, snap! Is that because you just put it there? <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Edited <laughs> by Nate Stevens. didn't
3: mention it says pending approval.
2: <laughs> Seriously,
1: okay. Cite- They're Like
2: citation needed. One of the games I've been playing recently, and there was another one, I can't remember what it was, but it was just like, as I was getting close to the end boss, you know, I'm just like walking down the corridor, and I thought it was really cool. They had the Tokyo Philharmonic play an orchestra behind you, but it felt like walking down the hall was, and I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just
0: i'm just walking here how are you not moved to tear yeah did you notice your character quietly, music. Quietly, quietly sitting off in a puddle of emotion on the side of the hall every five feet that's not what i noticed uh, you're right the music uh, that's actually very interesting i was thinking more in the overworld when you're wandering around and the cameras like a billion feet above you in the goodyear blimp and you're like look at the guy down there on the sands that song got so... Ino- dun, after dun, dun,
3: like, after, after dun, dun, like 15 minutes of playing that, right. I had to, like, no, I had to basically almost mute it or get it to be not noticeable. I hated it so much.
0: I felt that the music in this game was exceedingly well done. I love Joe Hisashi's style, but there needed to be more than one battle theme yes
3: there like, needed to be more how, than how
0: how do jrpgs <laughs> hey I'm, I'm, I'm i've got an idea okay <laughs> see see here yeah. i'm gonna make this genre where grinding is so important and i'm gonna have only one battle music and it's gonna be two minutes and 12 seconds long and that's the version <laughs> with fade in and fade out it's a bunch of bullshit and it's the dumbest thing ever yeah we'll continue doing it for four decades like
2: 1982 <laughs> yeah well that's good do other games have multiple
0: themes because oh, yeah. i feel
2: like final fantasy oh that's been a decade I
0: think the Final mm. Fantasy X. Even
2: that one's got more than one, depending mm-hmm. on which zone.
1: It's got more going. than one, but not many more than yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, it
4: I mean, like has got like
2: two or three in rotation. Yeah, this one has bossy. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I but think it's
0: on about the same tier.
3: At least the one saving grace about Final Fantasy is at least when you went back out into the real world, it wasn't the exact same one in every single yes, location but, that you went to. But that's that But you gotta understand. You, you gotta understand it,
1: which I I think it clearly is, is a shows is just budget level. I mean, Final Fantasy, bu- a budget of a Final Fantasy Fair. game versus the budget of this Fair. game, I'm sure that the music was, they probably had four times the amount of budget for music in Final Fantasy. Not saying that they couldn't have at least tried a, a, an additional right. one, but I I agree with you. I second Nate's opinion. I thought that the music was really good. I was playing it. My wife, who doesn't care for video games, was his, doing something around... His, the, his waifu? Uh, my my wife! My <laughs> <laughs> She was doing random stuff around the house, and she could hear the music and, and she was like, "What is this one you know like what is what this is one? this
0: magical cacophony yeah. of pure <laughs> and house. She, and
1: trust me, she could care less about video games video game music in particular, yeah. so I was like, yeah, it, it was it's really the, good. pretty
0: much the best
1: it was really good They got, they got the symphony. I, I thought it was good, yeah, they could have done more with it, but for I think for what they did and what what they had to deal with in terms of budget, and I think, I think they did a really good job with it."
3: Brian neglects to say that two days later after playing, she walks in with a knife. It's like, do you want me to recreate the psycho scene?
1: Mute it. No, she <laughs> like. She, it was really like she liked that, that it had like the symphonic tones the to it. The yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's not like some games where you just get boom, boom, you know, techno music or something what, like that.
2: Would you ever? Would you ever listen to classical music?
1: No. Just in general? True or
2: false? Yes or no? Hell yes. Uh, fuck yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so not, uh, to, to go in reverse, that or might have been what kind of, of the greatest? Are you cultured? On this podcast? Yes, yes, yes. No.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Do you
1: really have that much of a? Do
2: you just hate not of like it in general? Music? Not, I don't hate it. It's just you don't, just don't it's like nothing. It? <laughs> it's like. Well,
0: I don't think he's saying he, he yeah. hates musical instruments. I think he's just saying that centuries of human innovation are basically worthless to him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that <laughs> was they
2: were like, "I know." How case? We really like, like Skrillex. It's though. like the lettuce of music.
0: <laughs> what? Whoa, the lettuce whoa. of music? If lettuce at, was at the I, foundation for everything that came after. It's at at least. Least. At least more nutritious than every food we eat today. At least he did not say it's the
3: iceberg of food. <laughs> I think he implied it. <laughs> it's a wedge salad. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> the,
2: what? The cook didn't even bother to chop it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> okay.
1: give us your give us your your um, top give us your top I don't know, couple musical scores. I want to know what games you like the music in. Score? Well, just give me a couple games off the top of your head. No, not even the top, stage. His favorite is I Drive mean, Club. Miami is
2: way 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 Okay, how Miami. Miami. Miami? Yep. I really like some of the songs from Bastion when we were going back over the Those Kinda we need a third a data
0: point badly because those have nothing in common.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of other Portal
2: Two's got some awesome music in it. Oh
0: God, that was a- songs to test by. Strangely, that was a. <laughs> this is an equilateral triangle. So
3: <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Yeah, and, uh,
0: I also liked music from Gladiator. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I really like
2: Britney Spears. (laughs) Sorry about that tangent. That's That's a good question. uh, So
0: the uh, DS game had to be shipped on a four gig card because there was so much music and it it was so important that it be in such high quality. Uh, we'll cut that.
1: <laughs> actually, <laughs> um, well actually, if that's the case, do you think that maybe that's why they also limited the music? Maybe they would, just couldn't maybe they just so, it, since yeah. it was originally a DS game yeah. that they only could put fit so much and that's maybe a, when they ported it up they didn't want to go how back much, and rehire
3: the symphony to cut more music? How much more ahead of time did the uh, DS version come out
0: so compared it, to the, So, the DS version came out in 2010. The American uh, the western localization came out in early 2013 for the ds as well or no for the, for PS3. the ps3 okay
3: so for the ps3 in the u.s or i guess and the P- so
0: it was about a year and a half right a year and a half as far as i understand
1: okay. it so maybe yeah maybe they just didn't have the time or budget to go back and add stuff when they made the ps3 version
0: that would make a lot of sense there's some interesting differences between the ds and the ps3 version some of them are big and others of them are very small like it's still a very similar you could it it sounds like a different enough game, but close enough that you would play one and not feel that any need to play the other, which is an interesting little balance. I wanted to talk about kind of the, some of the things you had to do for the trophies, Brian, because I think Will and I just mainlined the game. It sounds like there was more to see afterwards.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a lot. If you did the trophies, you got a lot of extra story.
0: You said, like, 25% more of your gameplay time, right? Did you finish Oh about yeah. 50?
1: I finished, yeah, roughly about 40 to 50. Probably about doubled my my time. But a lot of it was... Most of the trophies are pretty easy to get. There was one trophy, like, have 500,000, whatever the money unit is in this game. And then there was the casino. I don't know if you guys went into the casino. Yeah. Did you guys mm. go in the casino? I found yeah. that
2: difficult. I got the gold there are two gold monsters you can get from the casino and then i was just done Oh, see, That's I, all I did i
1: didn't get any of this stuff but what you can do is once you beat the game you get like this vip room which gives you like movie cutscenes and you can buy them and one of the trophies is to buy all of them but what you first do to make it easier is wait to get the 500,000 then you can just spend like, 300,000 of yours and buy all the movies so it gets you an easy second trophy and then the rest of it i just didn't you don't need you can buy some familiars in there and i did use that because the hardest trophy is getting 200 and something different types but each of your evolutions is also a different type and the last evolution you can go into two so technically each familiar has four different evolutions you have the the original the first one and then the the, the, the third one you can split yeah. yeah so those were easy to buy you could buy special ones from the casino there were some other cool ones like some of the side quests there was a whole thing about fighting this super end boss called the Guardian of the World which was basically after you beat the game you have to go do the side quest and the side quest is have to beat all the bosses that you beat throughout the game but basically they're harder versions the, they're the like dire the, bosses yes basically they're the like dire the regular boss. bosses only more dire. <laughs> they are really that's exactly that's a good way of thinking about it. <laughs> i was wondering if
3: you had the say including
1: that. all the way up to shadars so. oh you didn't have to beat like cassiopeia or anything like that you had to beat all the, all the ones up to that through there and then when you beat all of them then you fight the super ultimate boss of the game the guardian world and, and he's just like you know super tough um Super elite. Yeah, like until you're like level 70 or above, don't even bother trying it. You won't, you'll get killed. Was this being um, by chance Skylord? Yes. Yes. But then the cool thing is once you beat him, It's easy to level up a lot of your familiars and stuff because it gives like a ton of XP and it gives you a super rare item every time. So you can use that for the alchemy one, which is also a tough trophy. You had to get like 120 out of 144 alchemy recipes completed. So alchemy was the only thing I ever looked up for this game because I was just so... The system... It's weird the way they do it. Yeah. You can either get recipes, and then it tells you what you need, or you can just try things on your own, assuming you're not looking it up. How many more things but were there than to what was the given re- to you? You could get all the recipes, okay. but to get all the recipes, you had to do the side quests or just talk to random people in the towns. A lot of the recipes you couldn't get until like side quests that were very near the end of the game. There was a lot of things where it's like you couldn't get a ton of recipes until way far into the game. Which made it weird. I didn't really use any of the alchemy until I was just going for the trophies. So. I wish
2: that they did the thing where if you guessed it, then it would show up. It I does. Agree.
1: Well, it tells you like you made it, and then it shows up that but you can't like repeat. Well, you can't re. There's no like. Repeat well, yeah, why does it add that to the same But it adds way the that you've figured it out, so then you can just go back. I mean, assuming you. I guess yeah. I, I guess if you're using a ton of rotations, it'd be tough to remember everyone. But right. But it doesn't I assume add to you the probably. The UI
0: in any way. You just have to remember what to combine. Instead of when there is, yeah. when it shows up in the list, you can just be like XX, XX, X. like make that, make that. But most that. of
1: the ones were pretty easy to, like, once you figured it out. Assuming you were going to use it again, it wasn't just one where you're like, oh, one of those chocolate cakes for making your familiar more... Diabetic. In love the super with Super coma
0: buff bonus. Like,
1: okay, I don't really care about that, so I'm not going to use that again. But if there was ones that, like, were specific items... You could remember. I could see what you're saying, but again, then eventually you did find the recipes, anyways. But there was a whole cool, cool thing. that um, the in the pyramid where you where you meet the mean sage guy who's like the sage of all sages. You had his tournament. You had to beat that all every character in the tournament. I did about half of that tournament. That's hard. So yeah, when you get to the end of that, the um, of course the last bottle, no surprise, is you fight him, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of same thing with the guardian of the world. It's a lot of okay, defend the super attacks. And then counter and you have your own spells there's a whole thing with did you guys ever use that spell to talk to dead people and then you find the wizard that you can talk to you with the you know and he gives you like little okay now you found me now look at your book and find out what this thing oh, the is. guy in the cave yeah I, I meant- Not the, well you first meet him behind the, the tombstone in the in the cat kingdom because he's dead and he's Sounds just... That's ridiculous. Hang, he's just, you know, he's, the, he's like a little kid, but you're like, okay, why am I using the talk to dead people spell on him to talk to him? But then, you know, you, you realize, oh, he's dead and he keeps giving you these quests. And then when you beat the quests, you know, when you beat the little, like, oh, look up what, go to page 90 in the book and find out what this translates to. And then it gives you an input box to type in the answer. Uh, and then he gives you a spell if you get it right. Um, I don't know if any of you guys did any of that stuff, but if you... I think I did a couple. If you get through all of them, you eventually find out that he is one of the servants of Cassiopeia so
0: he was actually oh, he's like he's the one of the 12 right yes
1: he actually was one and of and he 12. was the good
0: one yes. that we saw hinted at at the cinematics yep he was okay. the
1: good one he was like
0: he was two, the one that visited you right
1: yes that's yeah, why yeah, he's yeah. visiting cuz yeah. he was like this like like super mage hold on that's the father no the father's the, sorry yeah i don't know what you're talking about yeah oh, yeah you're, you're talking right. about the, fa- the one you're that, right, you're right. a, yeah
0: yeah so there's there's two of the 12 that are good
1: well, no, the father was never... father
0: just looks like... Oh, him. he's the just father took, Well, that's misleading, When but okay. she
1: was... Uh, you know, the 12 that's in the game is the, an illusion, and he just takes the place of one Got of those it. things. The actual 12, you know, that mage is part of... And he does... That's why I was thought you with visiting, because he visits you throughout the game, and he keeps saying, like, go here and figure this out. And then you finally figure out who he is. Way at the end, you have to beat the game first, and then you have to go talk to him. And then he tells you the whole story, how he was... Yes, he was one of the... He, he was the only good person on the the actual 12 but he was too scared to go against the 12 so he never did but he realized what he did so he felt bad so he ends up leaving and going into like kind of like a almost like self-exile type of thing he eventually dies and he feels bad and like you find out this whole other story what happened and you know so yeah like the trophies add things which I thought were good it wasn't like a pure like, okay you just go
0: back and redo this whole thing yeah I mean way.
1: there were yeah. that too and the grinding to get all the familiars and the alchemy was really tedious and yeah, really that boring yeah seems pretty bad Um, you had a the best thing was the toko tokos
0: yeah those are the great so
1: they give you a super experience to get them I don't know what
0: I is. thought that was really cool there's a creature you find in the wild First in one of the kingdoms on one of the islands. So you know when you the, beat it, you get 5,000 experience. You know
1: the part where you read the female sage in that, in like the the mountain kingdom? Yes. I, heard, I think it's yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? A-gly.
0: Anyway, in that part, there's these little fat green blobs that wander yeah. around with a halo on their head. And when you defeat them, you get a ton of experience because they're really rare. Are I they think any I good might as have found
2: one of those
0: yeah, right at the
1: end of the game. You were probably just like, what you the get, fuck? For each one, I think you get like 19,000 experience, which is like you get more experience for killing one of them than you do for killing most every boss in the
0: game, yeah. except for, like, the
1: Guardian of the World.
0: Yeah, the first one's 5,000. The, the second uh, level form, which you find later in the game, is really They're rare, more. and
1: they, they're rare in terms of, like, they basically only appear in that one small area, so you have to run you up and down farm, this little it. it's awesome. hill path. I loved that those oh. were
2: in there. By awesome, you mean... It just
0: makes just grinding. For, for it roll. makes grinding
1: less terrible. It's still not great because they only appear every so often. So what the trick is is basically you walk down the path because it's the the little mountain path, and then when you get to the end, if you don't find any, you just use teleport to go back, and it teleports you right back to the right to the town. But that resets everything, so then you yep. can keep doing this. But they, that's like the easiest way to grind. They were the elite four for grinding. Then did right. did anybody ever see a gold enemies? Just the it, one I got from. Casino. Casino. So no, no. If you fight gold. You can fight golden versions like of right? all the yes, of all yeah. the familiars.
0: Are they they're super rare, or is is it like Pokemon where you can do things to make it more likely?
1: No, they're rare, um, and they only appear in certain areas, and so. But they also count as a separate familiar for your oh, familiar really? trophy. But some of them are. But they're Hilarious. really they're more powerful, and some of them give you more stuff. So if you killed like a, you, there's gold Toco Tocos, and instead of giving you like nineteen thousand experience, they give you like twenty thousand money. So they sometimes have different things too, which is kind of cool
0: for the I'm curious about the familiar trophy to get all the to get the trophy for the familiars you said you had to capture like 180 or something
1: no I thought it was more like I'm, it, it, I'm, seems, no,
0: it was a lot right but the, did you have to catch were golden ones basically required for getting that amount? no
1: you can catch whatever you want but the golden ones right, the goals are separate
0: But in so like when you did it did you were golden counting towards that like how hard was it to get that number <laughs>
1: It was extremely hard, but gold, count, again, counts towards it. Okay.
2: So while we're talking about catching them all, I'm going to hijack for this little sure. talk about some of my notes here. One of my notes was talking about the fay Care Center. So when you're going and we didn't mention it, but you there's a whole thing around the village of the fairies and you go inside the big mom, mom fairy. And inside the mom mm, is the, the, the Fay Care Center, oh. right, which I thought was hilarious. And so you're going and you're... <laughs> so many puns in this game. And you're... Getting yeah, you're getting pandemic. all these eggs to follow you, and I was like, I tried to leave before I got the last set of eggs, and it told me I couldn't leave because I got you gotta hatch them all.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, the ten pun. out of ten. The, the puns. puns in this game are really good. Uh, the puns, the puns. They're so bad. You're Majesty. You're You're oh, uh, What else you got? Uh, you got any of these written down, Will?
2: I was super excited when we started talking about time travel and then it didn't really end up being all that big a deal.
1: Yeah, I kind of figured that out. So you you meet Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. And you're you have And Swain, it was really obvious and that you, Swain was Yeah, that they were brothers, but you're like But they try to be like, oh, we're going to go back in time so you can figure it out. But you kind of just like knew from the beginning that Swain was his brother. They were brothers and Swain was, you know, exiled from the kingdom. You know, like that was
0: another thing that made it feel really juvenile is how transparently awkward Swain was. I was like, okay, we get it. He's got something to hide.
2: Yeah, that whole thing was. Didn't turn out to be nearly as cool as I was hoping. Yeah. One of my favorite names in the game was the Candelabra Cadabra. <laughs> <laughs> that was really awesome.
0: That was a good boss. Um, yeah. It was a great uh, boss for that area, too. was. That was a cool area. The level design was always
1: very pretty, I felt like. What I really liked is when you beat Shadar, you get his spell. So he mm-hmm. does, like, the super spell of... Um, almost like looks like a gravity explosion like in Final Fantasy. And you get that when you beat him, which is really cool.
2: And that's a really useful spell. So after you beat Shadar, you go back to the first town and they're lighting fireworks off in the distance. And I'm like, who the fuck puts light fireworks in the middle of the day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this?
0: Well, it's never nighttime there, Will. You should know. <laughs>
1: well, that's not true. If you in, go, if you go to... Dale? No, if you go to... What's the town where Marcus is from? It's Hamlet. dark there. Hamlet. Hamlet,
2: yeah. But that's Hamlet. Cause it's in...
1: No, yeah, but even when you're outside, you're running around. Yeah, it's still that's true. dark. That's true. Dude, There's something.
0: Just sun not in that region. That's
1: what it seems <laughs> yeah, like. Not, <laughs> it's not
0: a day, team. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's more <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
2: it, just like the sun. The sun don't shine there. Nope. Yeah. There was some real awkward stuff around. I forgot who the girl was on your team. Esther. 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 They had all kind of fat jokes about Esther throughout Cut the game. I was like, what the? Oh, what
1: I thought was Why awkward. Why are we fat shaming kids? What the fuck? What I thought was awkward <laughs> so was she what you were fat. talking about, juvenile, where like they kind of hinted that maybe Esther... And Swain. Like, and Swain. But I thought it was more Esther and Oliver at a point, but then... Should have been. Oliver's...
0: Alberto was rooting for like, that. There was
1: one point where Swain's like, oh, you just don't get girls, do you? Or something like that. And Oliver's like... <laughs> What are you talking about?
0: I love that.
1: And I yeah. was like, oh, come on. Can we make him more of a kid? Uh, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, man, I'm this like, guy rocks.
0: Done... Swain <sighs> so was creepy. too old to be with your body. He yeah, yeah he's... Mustache was... hairs?
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. he had he just, just, like weird like, hairs. Seriously. <laughs> so, oh, I'm, like, all, like, all. I'm like, who has facial <laughs>
1: hair like that? Need... that? Oh, all God. that needed
3: to be changed with him was that his trench coat should have been black. Because it was just... He was... He was also like a pedophile. i
1: like, 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 he had, like, random hairs. He had, like,
3: five hairs, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) like, how do you... you How do you animate a beard
0: for Studio Ghibli (laughs) style? Five hairs. Can we talk about the Studio Ghibli bingo that Yahtzee mentioned in this (laughs) video? (laughs) He's like, this game has all the standard Studio Ghibli bingo. The trustable characters are the biggest. There's a character with big eyes and a big mouth there's mom issues your parents are in trouble you're gonna go into an alternate dimension
2: <laughs> it's a fantasy universe that was pretty funny drippy's nose ring from the very beginning of this game oh is made God. me cringe. Yeah. oh his lantern so
1: nose I love I love that yeah I don't know what you was you're like that was awesome it. I was like that's that's I thought that was a unique way you know. of being like like uh, that's so Japanese and you're making it as a lantern which yeah. I thought was kind of really cool like, I like how you use it's very it
3: light unique occasionally Looks like so comfortable and just ugh. <laughs> Me of the, I like how he uh, got made fun of sometimes. It reminded me of the lantern in Spirited Away, but not in a good way because it looked like it was painful. I want a good stuffed my, animal of dripping. What Sorry. I
2: thought was going to be my favorite moment of this game... Was the mother's vagina business? Was about halfway through. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, that's oh, weird. The fairies. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's weird. But the fairies, apparently Mother. they all have hearts, so that's not a big deal. But they did have the artless...
1: Yes. Oh there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, was yeah so and you had to find art. <laughs> yeah.
2: There was about five minutes in this game where I thought, "Thank God they're gonna let me leave Drippy behind."
1: What? Oh my oh, God! Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> yes. yes. You ditch him yes. after the fairy part. And... <laughs> I was like, "Thank God!"
1: He's finally
2: done. <laughs> I can't, <finally> <laughs> done <laughs> I can't with
0: believe it like Mr. Drippy. I thought he was oh, awesome, and the voice acting was so funny. Yeah, I thought so and too. He always
2: said, "You're." Y-O-E-U-R, whatever. I was like, this game's going to like finally grow up, because he's like, the thing that's making this feel super childish. Pretty sure that he's was He's the Oliver. thing that
1: you thought made it feel childish, I'm not the sure million the, of other the things? The whole
2: tone shifted as soon as he left, and I was like, oh, thank God, this is finally going to... Like they're growing up. Yeah. And then shows back up to Yeah. <laughs>
1: And he gets a pretty useful ability, though. if you do something
2: healing tears.
1: Yeah, yeah, which actually is really useful, especially when you're fighting like some of the the major bosses when you're going for the trophies and stuff because some of them are really tough and like this points where you're like, okay, I'm about to die. And then he comes along, just randomly does that and you're like, okay, now I'm healed all back to the perfect again.
3: I got pissed off when there there were a couple times where I was people were about to die and I started healing people. And he's used those on my drippy, head. Yeah.
1: Stop <laughs> dancing on the sidelines and do your damn job. Everyone's dead. What are you thinking? <laughs> well the problem is uh, if they're dead, he doesn't bring them back. Oh yeah. Well, okay, he only heals. Right, so you, right. you have everyone's
0: to get this. everyone's nearly dead. Tough. Panting and bleeding on the battlefield and he's like
1: well that, well, that actually can suck because there's sometimes where one or two of my characters might be dead. Brent's so like,
0: just hurry up and die. Up. Damn it, Drippy, stop interfering.
1: No, well, well, I'm like, okay, let me heal them. Yeah, let me re- revive them and then do your healing thing so that they're all healed. Yep. But what he'll do is he'll heal first oh. <laughs> before I revive. And it's like, I'm like, oh, now he wasted it. And then yeah, I'm That like, is
2: frustrating. One of the things I, I did really think was cool about this game is there are like 700 bosses. Like, there's a boss every four minutes in this game. I thought that was really cool.
0: I thought that there was a fairly constant stream of things you could be doing. I didn't really feel like this game required a lot of grinding, especially once I found Castroceros.
1: Well, again, see, it Seros depends. I mean, if you're just main lighting, yes. I don't yeah. think you need much grinding. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to do, you like, branch tro- out with your creatures. This if you're trying to do trophies, or even if you're just trying to get someone, like, the extra story after the game, you do need a ton of grinding. Yeah. And, just, and I think that's like cool. a lot of grinding. This game had a really
2: hard difficulty swing, and if you did any grinding at all, you probably missed this. But there were things where I would be struggling with a, a boss, particularly like in the volcano. I was struggling with a boss, struggling with a boss, struggling with a boss. I was like, okay, I'll come back here. I went down and got one level with my character, went back, and it was a cakewalk. I'm like, what? Really? Like, like, That's did you play
1: it differently? i i hey, I never noticed. It, like, a like, spell.
2: like a single level was enough to just throw really? the difficulty curves way out. Like, I, I never, I
1: never noticed anything. That makes me think well, of if, Borderlands, but. It,
2: like I'm saying, if you were ahead of them the whole time, then you would no, I mean, never they, notice.
1: No, I mean there were bosses where I was on par with what kind of they were expecting you to be, or I was under. But I never had a thing where I would go up one level, come back, and it would be like, okay, well, cool.
2: they. I had. That's interesting. I had ex- experienced that when I was going around in the boat, a couple other times. Just one or two levels, two levels from different characters. I like characters, the boating mechanics.
0: Just- what
2: was your favorite area of this game, Will? Um,
1: Alberto, what was the favorite area of this game? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: oh. Uh, I was actually a big fan of the ice island. Me too. With uh, all the Swedish people. Yeah. And the- Abominable
0: Swedish snowman. people. <laughs> <laughs> they had like Swedish accents, like "hello."
1: But yeah, it's not. I liked really riding the dragon. That was kind of cool. That was oh, awesome. I hated that. You just I liked hated the music. I bet. Yeah, that too. Okay, well, yeah, I mean the music, but but I liked it because like that, before it was like you had to walk everywhere, so if you wanted to backtrack, it was forever, and then the boat kind of sucked I, and too. And you could get but, up on the plane, but once you got the dragon, Bing it was Gong like. Dale. Okay, now I can go even if you know if no, I'm not going to fast travel. Then head. I can just get anywhere really quickly in the game. I would have been on board
3: if our dragon were the red dragon that we had fought, not that purple one. Oh my God, that red dragon looked awesome. The purple one just threw the hell on me. I mean, of course, more juvenile, but still. What, yeah, I he mean, was he was a little Barney like. The red dragon from the volcano. No, um, no. When
1: you're on the ship, you know the you, pirate. You first fight a, a boss, which is the dragon, and he's red. Okay. And then you. I you're, don't you're, him. The dragon you get is supposed to be actually like the super dragon. You're just fighting like a regular dragon before. Yeah, why can't you ever use the dragon to like breathe flame on something? Because he's too cute looking. It's very juvenile. I, even the monsters, they even say at one point. A couple of them you look ki- cool. You kill them, but you're. So you're fighting. Sarah What yeah. Can you, we talking about? No, 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 no. no. I was, like I was saying not that. I was saying when you beat them, you don't kill them, you send them back to a kind of like limbo Dark state <laughs> where they're... In the Catholic Well, because what happens is they go nice. bad. So when you get familiars, they're the good kind. But if they, I don't know, whatever, they can turn bad, and those are the enemies you fight. So when you beat them, they oh. don't die. They go back to this limbo state where then they kind of start over again, and they can become good or bad. So that's yeah, the rationale So you never kill them. Serenated. You never actually kill any... Like and particularly
2: of, around the zombies. They're like, oh, you're just gonna... Beat them yeah, up that, and that knock the them end. Out. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I tried to purposely just... Because a lot of times in the game, you, since you saw the enemies on the screen, you could kind of just run away, avoid the thing. So when I was doing that, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the way that it's like, oh, you're just kind of knocking them out. So I'm just going to run through these boards and just fight the boss. The whole strategy
2: around attacking the palace and they're like, oh, yeah, well, the whole strategy is you guys get in there, and the rest of us are just going to fly around in circles to make it look like we're doing yeah, something. Yeah, that's very weird. And I was like, that's another juvenile explanation of what tactics yeah, are. Yeah, that'll surely fool them.
0: That's what did, we, what like did you think about serenading? Like that.
1: Like that, the, the main group always is the one that does everything, and everybody else is like, we're going to be in the battle, but we're really not doing anything.
2: <laughs> but this guy was like, all right, our mission is to stand around and look like we're doing stuff. What?
1: Why? Because um, you're the super wizard and everything has to go through you. Well, just don't. <laughs>
0: will, Will. Uh, serenading. Like it or hate it? Uh,
2: and it was just a button for me. I don't know.
0: I no, will, no not, not the process of serenading. Obviously, it's a harp if it's going to serenade anybody. Did you like that that was a mechanic instead of something reliable that you could try every time, a la Pokemon? I felt that it was annoying that I couldn't catch a creature that I ran okay. into necessarily. And that I had no way of knowing until the end of the battle whether or not I could catch it and the fact that there was no place in the interface that told me if I did have that creature already was also really annoying. Well, that, that makes it
1: hard to especially for the trophy is that you, you know, one of the ways you can get a lot of the familiars is just to capture them outright. Right. But the capture thing is I think I've read that the percentage of ca- of You being an, even though when it says like, oh, you know, I think at one point the Super Sage guy is like, oh, well, depending on your level and how well you do in the battle, you have the chance to catch them. But that's really just a bunch of crap because each familiar you have about, I think I was reading about a 1.2% chance of actually in that particular battle of them becoming capturable that's so
2: and then there's I walked back through the beginnings and I just got like capture after capture after capture after capture so there's got to be some
1: no yeah, tests me if you're grinding to try to ca- you know I mean if you're just randomly catching a like, bunch of a couple of them you're probably going to get some but if you're trying like say just pick a pick a familiar Go there and try to capture them. It takes a long time, a lot of times, to capture. Them. Um, and then there's a you, then there's one, the things, there's one of the things. There's one of like the power ups you can get from the side quest, which is like double your chance of catching. But again, it doubles it to like three percent. It's still like a pain in the neck. to ca- they, I was reading because that's that was one of the huge gripes about why it takes like, double the time of your playthrough to the platinum trophies because basically you can sit there and take forever to get right, that. That makes sense. Know,
0: like so you didn't hate the fact that it was kind of random just inherently.
1: No, I hate yeah, I hated that I didn't okay. care about the fact that like the harp thing. I thought that was easy because once you once they are no, capturable, you could switch to yes yeah, a really easy. easy and then but it I mean, was a guaranteed capture assuming you hit it off in time. Right.
2: This is like me saying it's really easy to dodge lightning if I'm not if I don't have the lightning dancer achievement. Yeah, who cares? just a few bolt, lightning bolts but after you've gone through and be like 200 in a row yeah, then it's like okay yeah that's yeah. yeah 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 sure ridiculous
1: especially when you're down to like okay i have about 10 to go and i only have about probably 20 familiars that i can even choose from now because i've caught most of them and trying to go find one and then you have to keep waiting for that one to appear because it doesn't guarantee that it's going to appear on the board anyways where you are. And then some of them it's like okay, they may appear as a, as a side enemy versus... I will say
3: the one thing that I liked about it was the fact that when it became an ability that you could do during battle, that the moment you switched to Esther that was the default action that yeah, yeah. like you didn't have to find yes, it with it, her it
1: did jump to it yeah right
3: but that actually in our defense i feel like that would have been the perfect spot for them to put just a little like star ne- or what like a symbol next to a serenade right. on her if it was a creature or a familiar that you already had, I really captured it. I, like I literally the could have thing. Just, yeah pff, right That's there
1: a, the duplicate thing drove me nuts too because you're like do i especially when you're going for the familiar trophy you're like
3: yeah I don't do know i remember I if this, i caught yeah. this one
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> Was there a, for lack of a better description, safe that you had for the familiars, was there a limit of how many familiars could be in there? Yes. And what was it? Uh, Over 9,000.
1: No, it wasn't that much. It was, I want to say, like, 100 to 150, maybe 140, I want to say something. I don't know why. Oh,
2: whoa, so So then... then I had to catch and release to get the
1: trophy? You just have to capture them. You just have to... Get them once. As soon as you you capture it at any point, it counts in your book. So you have a right, book that, that tells you like you, the fami- so all the familiars in the game that right, but that you've end, seen. You didn't have all of them accessible. Well, you, you can't hold all of them or catch them. Or if evolve. you evolved, right? So if I if I capture one and I evolve it all the, to the third level, I, I've actually gotten three in my book, but it's still only one, one familiar. Yeah. Well, most of them they suck anyway. So you release like there's tons that just suck, suck, suck. Which is why like when Will was saying with the levels, I pretty much did the same thing. I just took all the basic starters and leveled them up, and then they were better than 98 percent of the familiars out there, except for ones like Dinosaurus, which was awesome because he had the ability where he had an attack that could attack every single enemy at the same time. What was with the puppets? There were
2: a whole bunch of dead puppets all around the world and I didn't know what to do with them and never did anything with
1: them. Ah, yes. That was another one of the side quests. Like big Yes, monsters. the robots. Oh, yeah. You're talking oh, about the yeah. robots. Oh, that, so yeah, you find out at that that the end... That's not what I would call a puppet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you find out when, when you're going Nova. to fight Cassiopeia and you're at the, the final, like, her... I forget what they call her level. Well, you, know you know what these look
0: like? Registeels
1: from Pokemon. Okay. I can see that. All right. You fight them... In Cassiopeia's level, and what you find out is that these are actually guardian robots that were used in her time. And then you wonder, why are there ones that are just randomly around in the game? And then there's a quest. After you beat the game, you talk to these three old knights that are ghosts, and they're like, these are ones that went rogue, they're offline, you have to go back and now beat all of them to defeat the quest. But then eventually you figure out that they kind of tricked you, and they were trying to bring them back. But you have beat them, and then at the then after you beat all of the robots, you have to beat the three knights, and
0: you beat the quest. So you, they never get to like become familiars, which would be actually cool.
1: No, they're not familiars. You can't get them on your or summonables. Like, they're or just they're just guardians. Really robots. underwhelming. Yeah, that's disappointing. it was. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more. I mean, it's an interesting one, just because the knight battle's kind of hard. You have to fight three of the robots at the same time, and they're like the harder versions of the robots. Oh yeah, but you,
0: you did battle them throughout the game, didn't you?
1: You battled them at the end means, yeah. in Cassiopeia's level, because yeah. that's where you find out that these things are just guardian, like they're basically guardian droids, guardian robots that they used back sure. in those days. Those were the droids you were looking for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of story that you pick up after you beat the game, and as you're going for the extra stuff, they had some good replay value with that, and it wasn't just replaying the main line it was like some yeah, additional good. story and it was like was it wasn't anything that. that i don't think the additional story is anything that was if you didn't get it you're like oh i missed out but i think it was like if you did get it you're like wow it actually enhances the story in a in a pretty decent way because you're learning things like oh this makes more sense this is why this happened this happened but it wasn't if i didn't know it the story is complete garbage or at least garbage in terms of you don't know what's going on cool would this be better as a racing game? And I have a definitive answer for you. No, because he is a minor. The answer is oh. yes, and it, because it is a racing game. Once you beat the game, there's another part of it, this side stuff afterwards where you actually
0: you just, race a car around the desert motor.
1: You, well, you can. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you what? so your motor car that you build in the main. The, so you get it
3: to other world.
1: Wait, it, what? It comes to other world, and you can race around other world as within your race car. And wait, the way wait, what? Yes.
2: Ah, they did make this game for Nate, didn't they? What, <laughs> what else did I miss? So,
1: there's... Oh, I totally I kind of forget it. Are you shitting me? No, I'm dead serious. Can you make donuts in the, in the desert? Yeah. Well, no I don't know if it actually shows, like, ground there, but you can do donuts. I don't know if it actually shows, like...
0: Wait, uh, how far can you take it in the game? Is it only around Alma Moon, or can you go you, through...
1: You can call it anywhere and drive it anywhere.
0: Uh, uh, on the land. What?!
1: <laughs> what the shit? Yes, yeah, so you can actually have your race. So what happens is basically... I was thinking there's I was going to a lower where, score, but
0: I mean, now it's just going to be a 10.
1: <laughs> there's one of the side quests where you have to... There's like this guy... I think it's in the Guardians of the World, and like he keeps asking you to do all these quests and defeat all these things. And eventually you find out that he's from another alternate reality. Whoa! He's like, I'm you from an alternate reality where things went bad. So I was trying to test you, and then when you do all your stuff and you beat all his things, then he's like, Okay, I kind of he's kind of like, yeah, I was kind of a dick to you. So, the in the cave? who was the guy in the cave? How did that end up I- No, the guy in the cave is is one of the alch is one of, I think I think you, I think the guy you're thinking of, there was a guy in the cave that gives you he has like an one of the ultimate alchemies, like the god okay. axe. The god axe? That's what they call it. Or yeah, they call it like the god axe or something. We should play god hand. Um oh, yeah, yeah, So, should. yeah, like the the <laughs> <alternate> <laughs> reality <laughs> you is like, okay mm-hmm. I was putting you through all this crap, this side crap and you completed it. I'm going to make it up to you by giving you your car and you can summon your car and drive it around what anyway. the hell? so the answer is yes and it is fun i don't really see a purpose to it but it's fun as hell if to drive around so the answer is, is that
0: would have been amazing
1: yes it would be better as a racing game because amazing. it is a
2: racing game well i'm glad we asked if the end had come around 50 hours earlier in the game it
1: probably would have been
2: amazing. Too. <laughs> that's my classic jrpg go-to line
0: that's awesome so what did we all think about this game uh what are some concluding thoughts how about you, Alberto? We we all know that you did not finish this game,
3: but what did you think while you were playing it? No, yeah, I didn't finish it, but I mean, it was... And what did what did you think after hearing us today banter about it? Still the exact same that I thought beforehand. Like, it was... And I'm trying to think of how much of this is because I grew up with Pokemon versus this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There was something that was a little different about the ability of me being able to kind of skip through slash not necessarily have to worry if the dialogue was important enough for me to have to listen to or not in Pokemon that I could just kind of skip it and go through <laughs> whenever I needed to or was it, or was it like feeling like I need to read every bit Poor of it. Poor Pokemon. But with this one, because I didn't have that, at least like with Pokemon, if I skipped something and it was something that I needed to read, it'd be like, oh, well, that sucks. Okay, I'll have to go back and actually read through it. But that didn't really happen ever. This game just didn't give me that. Option, so you're saying don't kind of feel
0: you gave a crap about the story, and that was too stressful, and in pokemon you didn't really have to care, and that was great,
3: <laughs> sure, <laughs> which is pretty bad for the story of this game. There was nothing in this game that made me feel like it, i didn't get what about your into middle, it man. Not really, no. I mean, like, that was, sure. On, like, the thing is, that happened, and then it didn't seem like there was any more... It gets brought up every now and then How in Otherworld. Is- oh, so but you did not f- so really feel, feel like-, like
0: that was your driving mission. Yeah.
3: So that's actually a good point. He doesn't grieve.
0: Yeah.
1: Other
3: than the first five minutes. There was that. It could have been a lot shorter. It could have been a lot shorter, and I would have gotten just as much out of it, and I would have liked it more at that point.
1: You could say that about every Hate Final, Final Fantasy game. <laughs> well, no,
3: but the, 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 the difference with that is, like, with Final Fantasy X, like, the, the story actually captivated me and it captured me and i didn't feel like bored with it
1: but you're saying that you were happy to play 80 hours of final fantasy I was. 10 I, and I mean, you got more out of playing 80 that you couldn't have gotten out of the same like they could have condensed that into 15 hours
3: i mean yes they they could have they could have condensed that's the it, whole thing about
1: like, jrpgs they but, take a story that's a but 10 the, hour story and they try it the out difference
3: to, is though the story of final fantasy actually meant something to me it actually right, like, it kept, kept me them going yeah it kept hours. me going which is the whole reason why i've played that game At least six times each time at least 90 hours through like it is a game that I love this one I have no intention of even wanting to finish it there's nothing in me that really wants to finish it how would you give it Alberto for me personally I would say maybe six and a half how about you Brian
1: So I really like this game. I was thinking pretty much a a lot of parts when I was playing this that when we do our Game of the Year podcast that I don't know if I necessarily call this the Game of the Year, but I would definitely put it if we did Giant Bomb style where we did like a Top 5, Top 10. This would easily make it on For
0: 2013 or even of the contenders this year?
1: For our games of this year. Cool. You know, like that we played. I definitely think this was a really good game. I had a really liked this game. I thought it had a lot of great stuff. There are rough points to it. Yeah, I do agree the story is a little juvenile. I didn't really have a huge problem with that that There's a lot of games that have stories that I'm like, okay, they have points that you're just like, okay, it's juvenile, or it doesn't make sense. I'm not as critical about that type of stuff. I thought the the story was kind of cool. I liked the anime almost style of the game. I liked the music. I liked the way the characters kind of flowed together. I liked the kind of mix of fighting style. It wasn't the old style final fantasy where it was specifically command based and it wasn't the kind of newer real time it was kind of a it's mix. Hybrid. yeah it was kind yeah. of hybrid which i kind of liked because i some of the newer real times i'm i'm finding in some of the games not to be as like star ocean particularly when i'm playing it and i'm like i never really play anybody but the one character and even that it's kind of you don't get a sense of picking things it's kind of just like okay i'm going to set a couple things and mash a couple of of buttons down to defeat a certain enemy so i kind of like the hybrid it was rough and i think they could have used some work on it it was interesting again for i think for what the game is and what level five had to deal with i think they did a pretty good job with it so yeah i mean i thought it was one of our better games of, of this year and so far i mean outside of south park i would put it probably as the best game we played this year cool go ahead will Give the, give the opposite point.
2: Kind of a little bit of behind the scenes with how this one happened is that... I was obsessed we, with it. We set a date for this, and I was like, holy crap. And then I like played my ass off trying to get to that date, and I was like, oh, I'm nowhere near it. And I was like, can we get another week? Can we get another week? And ended up spending like three times as much as I had experienced so far getting up to that point. I went through the pace of the game that I did because I felt like I was rushing the okay. entire time. And regardless of where I was in this game and regardless of how much time I thought I had left, I felt like I was trying to rush through this game. That's So a bummer. There's, there's a piece of that that...
1: Were you rushing to because you didn't like the game and you were just trying to end it? Or were you rushing because you felt we had a timetable on when we were going to do the podcast and you just wanted to beat it before that and that you felt the rushing led to some negativity in you?
2: primarily the second that i i rushed through it to try and get ready for as the podcast and it's funny the way that it ended up we had more months than we ended up Um, so i probably could have played this game slower i also think that if i didn't have this podcast to talk about this game on there's no way i would have finished this game i don't feel like this game was made for me or written for me or I am the target audience for this game at all it's kind of funny i think about things like the avatar animation or like a pixar movie where you can you know that this thing like finding nemo okay it's a kids movie but you go and you're an adult and there's there's another layer on there there's there's extra bits there's there's a, a complex story there's complex emotions going on and you can break it down and have the kind of kitty thing going on for the kids but there but there's something for adults as well mm-hmm. where as this felt more like the Barney of video games, where it's like that's a kid's thing and it's for kids and, and there's nothing really there to, to draw me into it. Do you feel like um, the Studio Ghibli films typically have that extra
0: layer? Do you, where do you feel like they line up in terms of maturity?
2: I'm not really well-versed. I've seen kind of one and a half of those, so I'm, I can't really, really talk How do you see a half? I, I fell asleep in the middle of one. <laughs> which one. Which one did you fall asleep in the middle
3: of? One? The one with all the dead people spirited away like the the spirits what? they're all about all dead people it's yeah joke.
0: yeah okay <laughs> not,
3: <laughs> not wind rises
0: yeah the wind rises was a very human story but
2: i had problems with the had problems with the interface which could have been forgiven i was not a fan of the combat system the way that it was like set up on the controller set up on the controller yeah. The motivations of characters didn't make any sense to me. What did you like about this game? I did mention I, I really liked the bosses. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year when I was playing this game, I was really looking forward, looking for another RPG, something where I can like invest myself in the character, and this <laughs> gave me none of that. And what you, while I felt you could that feed candy to the creatures. totally, Totally serious <laughs> progression there. <laughs> it was like numbers were getting bigger, but it didn't mean anything to me so that fell f- flat for me uh, this game feels like a four to me
0: I played this game first in 2013 shortly after it came out I spent a lot of time during what was a year off of working at the time playing this I was one of the few games that kept me coming back playing it pretty regularly which means a lot and in- my life especially at that time it means I really enjoyed something about it I kept coming back to I think a lot of it has to do with the visuals I really like how the game looks how it feels the way the music it really what it comes down to is how much I enjoyed this probably is a reflection of how much I enjoyed the music and the, the art design and I think a lot of that has to do with just that Studio Ghibli aesthetic that's here and I really liked seeing that in video game form. I haven't watched all the movies but I like all the ones I've seen. I was very fond of the game at the time. I think looking back it's very clear that there's a lot of flaws in a lot of aspects of the game but at the time I was willing to look past most of those things and really put myself in this world which is interesting to me because you're right especially in retrospect it's very juvenile and it felt like The juvenility of it all was a little constraining at the time, but I think that it also feels to me that a lot of JRPGs, the dialogue ends up feeling so clunky to me, and this is probably just a product of how few I've played, or maybe this is common, that it also feels juvenile in a different way. It feels like someone that just doesn't understand my culture. None of it feels natural to me, so it's I'm almost, when I step into these kind of role-playing games, I almost feel like they're abstracted in one way or another. This one by age, other ones by culture, how people interact. It never seems believable to me. Well, it's called it. J. Um, yeah, like BG. I understand. <laughs> no, so like, it's, it, it is from it's another not, culture. Yeah. It's never felt like a genre that I felt particularly connected with because people don't interact in a way that I'm like, I just Yeah, don't, there are a lot of people I who don't, who don't like
1: JRPGs for that reason. That there's a lot of JRPGs yeah. that are very Japanese culture. And and I'm and sure that that's how games from the West feel, to places from people in other cultures too. Out, so.
0: It's just like if I'm going to get invested in a game, it, it helps me to feel like it's more relatable. So... In this case, the game being more juvenile was almost a more welcome, tangible way of me. There's a point in my life where the story would be much more understandable. When I was young, you know, I wasn't Japanese at any point in my life.
1: I think <laughs> I, I guess, was Japanese, but no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, once. So,
2: I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> I, really, I really think, think so.
0: <laughs> That's the only reason I can think for why this game connected with me more than other JRPGs did. Otherwise, I just have no idea. It must have been just because it was pretty... That being said, thinking about all the flaws, the tutorialization of the game, kind of how long it took to play out, stuff like that really do bother me and I think that that brought me around to a 7. However, <laughs> learning that there was racing, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And it makes me really wonder what else I missed kind of after the story concluded. So I think I'm going to give it an 8. I would say that
3: actually when I s- saw you starting to play that game, that was like it was it was interesting because like when I would watch you play, I think that I actually had more fun Watching you play it and like sitting there seeing it go on, and you were actually you playing it was the motivation for me to make that chart in yeah. Tableau to try to figure out what the familiar was. what what's like happening in when this you game? like you'd catch someone be like, "All right, let me look up what candy levels them up." Or
0: yeah, yeah, that's very helpful. But then we learned it didn't all matter that much because nope. there was a <laughs> fucking dinosaur that just blew everything else out of the water anyway. Yeah. So I guess I have a lot of mixed feelings about this game. But it was a very good game at the time that I really put a lot of effort and love into so i do
2: appreciate that this brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the emotive pixels podcast if you want more from us you can find us on itunes and at our webpage www.emotivepixelspodcast.com you can also like us on facebook at facebook.com slash emotive or follow us on twitter at emotive pixels and as always keep, keep on playing. playing.